Here it is, podcast, January 2nd, 2021. Jason's back from the North Country. I am. I've Dave returned. the Viking sitting in again with us. Yes, I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I got. It's awesome right now, I guess. Yeah. I say winter is coming, but it's already here, and then it's not here, here. and then it's here, and then it's not here. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit what happened up there at Christmas time up there in New Hampshire. Uh, well, you have to do it in a New Hampshire accent, okay, the whole time. That's <laughs> so I'm just a, just a normal speaking tone. Then. Yeah. No, you've lost, right. some yeah. Yeah. You've lost some of it. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, fucking fair enough. Go back to the pocket brush. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's uh, it's great. There's no uh, there's no direct flights up there uh, at this moment. Right. Because uh, well, Massachusetts was out because uh, it's all. Older family members that weren't really having anything going on, and that place is a little more locked down, and one deal with that whole shit show. So it was a very New Hampshire Christmas, just in general. Yeah. Uh, I had to make a stop over in Midway, Chicago, and, you know, have a little oh, bit of You had to go to life. Chicago to get to New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, yeah. well you, you flying United? Well, you you got to get <laughs> you gotta get bucked around a lot. Like, it was, so like, you know it's going to be rough. Yeah, Windy City. Uh, I don't know if you're aware. Yeah, but, don't go outside that airport and walk around and go try to get some food or something. This is a bad part of town. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe that. Oh, Harrison, it. the good part of town. Midway is not where you want to like go. Hey, I'm going to yeah, step it's outside. It's like in Gary, Indiana. You might yeah, never get Midway's like in Gary, too. Indiana, which is yeah. like dangerous. Yeah, uh, my parents won't even drive to Midway time. to get me. It sounds really fucked up. <laughs> my parents literally won't come get me if I fly in the Midway. I have to like figure it out. Well, anyway, so weirdly enough, we had turbulence on the way in. Um, but it's enough where I've, I've been in a fair amount of like turbulence and flights a little bit where it's it, it, He's got like the flaps all the way down. He's making like panicked throttle adjustments like uh, Constantly <laughs> and that's the only part I didn't like because I understand I was like here I throttle up a little bit a little bit down You kind of want to keep everything like no, this is like oh so like, oh fuck and then it's like, oh nope, cut it, cut it, get it back down. Like riding a wild horse in the town. And even then, I was all right with it until we're about 500 feet in the air. And I'm like, we're still doing this. <laughs> it's it's going to have to land this fucking thing pretty yeah. shortly. So we had to float for a little bit above the runway. And when we did touch down, it was like all the spoilers, reverse thrust, brakes. Your face goes into the back of the seat in front of you. <laughs> and then uh, you try not to poo a little bit. And you're in Chicago. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't air turbulence at all. I talked to the pilot. They were just dodging gunfights on the way down. That's all it was. You get caught in some crossfire, your flight path goes down the wrong neighborhood. You gotta you, you gotta touch You gotta wanna bother leave going down to touch Especially down. if you're landing in the midway, which is like I think in Gary or close to it, right? Yeah, no, midway's in midway's in downtown Chicago. Is it in downtown? It's, it's, it's just in a bad part of downtown yeah. Chicago. So, so you gotta fight your way in like you're flying into Beirut. Yeah, maybe that's what it in was. nineteen eighty four, you know. No air turbulence at all. Just <laughs> dodging gang violence. It's not like it was in the eighties where everybody'd be breakdancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody break, everybody was breakdancing in the eighties. That's at least any movie I ever saw, there was always somebody always broke out into a little bit of a break dance. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm get up there. Uh, they just had a good three feet of snow, just kind oh. of all at once. Um, yeah. What part of New Hampshire? Up around the White Mountains? No, not that Bridgeport. far. Bridgeport. That's like in central New Hampshire. <laughs> no, that's in Connecticut. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's where. Uh, that's that's where, all the same. That's where Santa's yeah. They're really like, yeah. they're like, where are they so close together? You can't even tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like when you can drive to Massachusetts or Connecticut and get beer and be back in an hour and a half. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, you know, you'll be impressed to know there, that like, I have met a person who has never left uh, Vermont before. Like, wow, well, wow. no, he left Vermont once. To got go scared. To Massachusetts. He got scared. Um, and did like a school thing there, and then never left again. And in the entirety of like, we're like. He's older than I am. Fuck. Huh. Yeah. There you go. He, he loves Vermont. Some people no reason gone. to go anywhere else. Well, I couldn't go into Vermont because Bernie Sanders would try to lock me in a cabin for two weeks because you still have to have zit travel papers. Is the papers uh, when you're going around, and they don't really want visitors. And then Bernie Sanders, hey, yeah, over here, you need to give me half your money so you can get in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can redistribute your wealth. <laughs> well, everybody gets a free glass of milk. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. I don't know. This don't is great. I love free milk. Don't you like free milk? Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so the, New Hampshire is probably the most, you know, uh, not, not liberal, but liberated. Like, liberated the, uh, up in the, up in the blue states, states of New England. Where it's enough where it's like you drive down the street and it's, you know, it's like blue, red, blue, red. And not neighborhood, neighborhood, yeah. like house, 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 house. It's very, uh, it's very split in that area, is. which is it, interesting. Very true. Everybody has to live with each other because it's still, like, all the towns are pretty small. Just very spread out. Well, it's New Hampshire, so they're just fucking mad at each other anyway. Yeah, well, they tend to be grumpy, <laughs> you know, when it's winter eight months out of the year. You tend to get a little, you're a little dickish. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. we all we all live with it, and uh, it's, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit, a little bit rugged. Yeah, um, rugged. It's a different area. Until you get into southern New Hampshire, then it's all just people from Massachusetts and it's like oh, well, I think a third of these people are mentally ill what the fuck are they doing up here so it was fine yeah, a bunch of a shitload of snow and then Christmas day it was 55 and raining I was wondering why nobody had returned all my Christmas texts that I sent out I was oh like, yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah there was that that happened and I read the news and I was like right. ah fuck yeah, crazy things happened on that day so we're not I have to be redundant but yeah I uh I was there for that also. I was sitting by a wood stove in the middle of the woods. Uh, S- sipping on a cup of coffee out of like... No, nah, I was drinking Guinness Blue, most of the blue time steel co- coffee mugs. Yeah, it was mostly... Uh, <laughs> I was on vacation. It's an alcohol. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Guinness is the right choice. It's Red Way. Yeah, you know, it was the 1800s. Chianti and Guinness. They cured a bunch of bricks Guinness. and just made moonshine the whole time. Yeah. That's what they used to do. I drank moonshine up there. I've not made it up there. Yeah. I'm not a moonshiner. Yeah, I've been but in New Hampshire once. I will Hampshire drink it if somebody wants. I've been in New Hampshire. No, you have to make all the bricks for your own house, like you did a hundred years ago, and you got to cure them for a week and well, put not, them on fire. That's got to stay not in Amish. Degrees. Like that's a different thing. It's just I feel like it's a prerequisite if you grow up in that general area that you have to know how to build a house. Like that's yeah. it's. Just uh, I think so. Difficult. I think I think I think you're absolutely correct. It's a prerequisite, <laughs> or at least like make a lean to. Well, the only way they cope with <laughs> yeah, that, a basic that, shelter, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> they cope with that in the 1880s by just like it just make alcohol out of the fire that was curing the fucking bricks the entire time and then when you got no drug. internet and nothing but time you're gonna find That's a way right. to make some hey, shit no, no better way to you know pass your time is fucking loaded yeah. <laughs> and it's cold outside so you know there's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my beard's barely keeping my balls warm <laughs> yeah I was up in further new, in your pants I was up in new hampshire once up in the white mountains yeah, I've been in the White Mountains. That's fair country. This yeah. historic hotel up there called the Balsams, which was like tucked in like into like this little valley okay. underneath a mountain. And I remember when I got there, you know, and I check in and I'm like, they're like, yeah, we got you in the new part. And I was like, oh, that sounds so great. It's an actual hotel. And it's it's an actual hotel called the Balsams. You can look it up. And they're like, yeah, we got you in the new part. And I was like, oh, awesome. That Ooh, sounds the great. New part. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it was built 1916. 
I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> the house. Uh, Does that mean we have running water and toilets? Yeah. 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 So no, a I go into the. It's, it's actually a tower. There's a tower there, and there's been Ooh, the rest of it. The rest of it kind of looks like a big giant house. You can stand house. up there and judge people. Yeah. <laughs> and I go into the room, and I'm kind of there for a few minutes, unpacking, and I'm getting things done. And I, and I start noticing, I'm like, there's no TV here. Where the fuck's the TV at? So I get set, you know, set up, and I go back downstairs, and I was going to go and get something to eat. And, and I, the, the front desk guy's like, how's your room? I was like, it's great. And it's like, I had a little brook beside, like I could open up the yeah, window. It was a little, little yeah. brook running by the window and shit. I was like, yeah, it's great. I was like, where's the TV? <laughs> You're he's looking like, at he's, it. Like, he's like, he goes, there's no TV. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, we like it that way. And he goes, and if you did have a TV, you're only going to get two channels and one of them's in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't uh, didn't pay for the satellite, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing about that hotel, the Balsams is, is actually in Dixville Notch. All right. And Dixville Notch are the people who usually vote first in the presidential election. Yeah, there's six, got that thing there's there, six huh? voting by because there's six people who live in that little town, apparently, or that area, and they vote, and it's actually in that hotel. <laughs> Every American president has been to that hotel, the Balsams, uh-huh. and done something there. And you go in, and they take you, you can go walk back and see the ballot room, and there's six voting boxes set up, and then pictures of all the presidents that have ever been there. <laughs> I'm like, Interesting. It all starts with six people. In New Hampshire. New Hampshire. The blue bloods of New Hampshire up there voting for people. Now it's going to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which Obama, I found very interesting. Obama didn't visit a hotel, did he? No. I was there when Bush was in. Okay. And Bush did yes okay. go. But like anybody who ever ran, like even like the, the people who didn't win, their pictures were on the wall. You know, I walked in. I was like, oh, oh, oh I had Dukakis. I forgot about that idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, interesting hotel. Um, if you ever get up there, check. Just check it out. Who's the guy it's, in the 80s it's not too far from, like, Mount Washington, the Mount yeah. Washington Who's the hotel. Democratic candidate pretty in the close 80s to the Canadian like, border? He had, like, a bunch of, like, super hot, like, chicks sitting in his lap and stuff. <laughs> I think his first name was Gary. Got, like, thrown out of the presidential race over all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think who's... Man. Yeah, like he was married, that. but he had all these pictures of like like <laughs> chicks in short shorts and him on a sailboat, drunk, like with his arm on her boob and stuff, you know. And it's like, it was like, isn't that know. any politician? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pick one. Pick go one. through their files. Pick on one computer. on a yacht with their hand on a boob. <laughs> or on pedophile island. Yeah, <laughs> kissing <laughs> kissing kids. Yeah, want to sniff them a little bit. Just give them a little whiff. Yeah. There. That's what it means to put on ears. Little known fact. Little known fact. You just get some sniffs. <laughs> now it is fun. They have three feet of fucking snow, and I missed that. Yeah. Um, they get. I think got an upgrade to a rental jeep, which I thought was poignant. Going. Yeah. Going probably out there, smart. but I didn't need it because the roads were clear. So. Right. So I got a bunch of snow, and then uh, Christmas Day, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, uh, I leave Open for five minutes, and uh, yeah, Nashville fucking blows up. Blows up. And then it was 55 degrees and raining. All of that snow just melted. Well, the fields were clear. There's still the snow, like, where it was piled up or in the shade, but 
I don't know. It was weird. I have a whole shitload of it. Now it's now it's warm, and I'm looking down here, and it's like fucking 65 degrees, and then uh, it gets cold as shit up there. I think it was 18 when I left. And I come down here, and it's 65, and then it's 70 the next day, and now it's 38. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, that's Nashville. Yeah. You know, you don't like the weather, give it a minute. It's going to change for you for sure. So, so they, you know, they found the bomber arrested that guy they arrested him and apparently you know his uh wait a minute they arrested him i thought he was oh, dead. I'm, I'm, dead. I'm sorry i'm sorry they just like put handcuffs uh, yeah, on, the meat. on the pieces <laughs> they put him in a bag they got him a little ziploc and got him in the jail Sweat, sweating sweating him he nailed it i don't know <laughs> and apparently like his his girlfriend had like reported him like yeah, a year a ago. ago like a year ago yeah. about him but, you know, they went over there and said, oh, well, we didn't find anything that really stood out that would make us believe. Yeah, they probably and, would have had and then I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, really they couldn't really up. search anything. They didn't have a warrant. No. So, so all they can do is knock on the door and hope he shows up. And see if you can see anything. But the thing about his girlfriend was, his ex-girlfriend, was when they, the police ended up at her house because she was threatening to commit suicide. So then, then she tells them that her boyfriend's She's making bombs. boyfriend. Like, Jesus. Making bombs <laughs> in the RV. They're going to be like, okay, she is. So like, this like, one's whatever. Getting rid of him. He's but his lawyer shit. also said, hey, yeah, he's capable of doing that shit. <laughs> and they went over it like twice, I guess, and nothing happened. So yeah. I, I went mean, in there. He said <laughs> he was making meth, and I was cool with that. But, but wouldn't but you think, I mean, even like to the point it. where, like, even though they couldn't do anything... Or, like, legally, like, search the property because it didn't right. have a warrant. All they yeah. could do is knock on the door and see if he's there and talk to him. Yep. But wouldn't you, like, want to say, hey, FBI or G- GBI, hey, or, you know, TBI, TBI. Yeah. TBI. Here, here's this guy, his girlfriend said he's making bombs in an RV. Maybe you want to keep an eye on him. We don't know. We went over there twice and never answered the door. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would think it's going to be hard to say until more I, stuff when, comes out. Wouldn't you take any threat kind of serious in some kind of way? Because obviously they did. They went over to check it out. Know, man. How many stories are there of people right. who like, have done crazy things? What I was people thinking like, was, I reported them and like, I told you guys and you didn't listen to me. Yeah. And look at this record. And you're, yeah. yeah. Right. What I was thinking is if, they, if maybe she had come to him like a week before, like again, like, you know, he's making something right now, like something's happening right now, and then they ignored it, then, it, then that would be pretty fucking incompetent. But... You know, it's yeah. But, like but even said, even with that, like the Patriot Act, the, the Patriot Act doesn't that like take that kind of right away? Not, I'm not a doesn't fan it kind of take Patriot. it away? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the. Patriot you know, why didn't it send like uh, why didn't it send TSA in there? They don't. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, well, they <laughs> you know? for that, take your shoes off and bottles. unbutton your yeah. pants and bend over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the TSA can definitely do whatever they want. Yeah, so maybe they should have sent them in there instead of. But no, then my thing just, is, it's like, man, just, the yeah, FBI said, like, make you take your belt off, be like you're fine. I mean, they cleared that shit up pretty quick, but they can't figure out anything about Hunter Biden or. Well, no, we uh, figured our, it out. Jeffrey we Epstein. figured out about. Well, yeah, the, nobody's ever going to hear about <laughs> that again because it covers too much political ground. It's like his dad, like he's you know he gets convicted for being mentally ill, and his dad goes, "Here's an AR-15, and you know I'm going to let you take it back to Nashville." Okay, that sounds like a great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah, here you go. Let's go. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's just retardedness. So I'm surprised that old Jisley Maxwell is still alive. I'm surprised we haven't heard about her getting coronavirus and mysteriously suffocating yeah. under a uh, pillow. Well, I know that she was denied <laughs> bail once again. She which was I'm denied sh- bail, yeah. Which is smart because obviously she could just disappear. They, they caught her in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's, which, not like she yeah. Any, doesn't, it's not like she doesn't well, have any connections. She can make like three phone calls right. and never see yeah. her again. <laughs> right, but wasn't she staying at like Fauci's like 
brother-in-law's house or something. Oh, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I heard something about that. that. I haven't heard about that. But no, it says she was hiding out in New Hampshire, which makes me die a little inside. (laughs) uh, That this person was in that state, because I know, like, most people that say, like, I'm going to kill this bitch. How many bitches she got working for in her house where she's... Yeah. She's <laughs> uh, she a maximum security, whatever the fuck. I like that matters, apparently. It's probably going to be better standards than uh, New York, where some dude's eating a meatball sandwich standing like outside. Al Capone's cell. She's probably got like five computers and a freaking couch right. and a nice 84 inch TV in there. Oh, yeah. I thought they said that that was bullshit, that they got better treatment in the prisons like the mafia guys, but it wasn't like they were in there uh, cooking linguine. And right. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't always. Popping bottles. They just got, bottles. like, better, like, provisions and shit like that. But it makes a good movie, though. Like, fucking, For uh, sure. What was it, Goodfellas? Goodfellas, Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Breaking the in the sausages. And, and, the sausages. And it looks like an apartment. It doesn't even look it's like, like a... He had, to, he, had to, he had to cook the steaks in the pan, which stunk up the joint something yeah. for years, and the hacks used to complain. It <laughs> <laughs> was good, though. I like Polly had this those. unique way where he'd fucking slice the garlic with a razor blade. <laughs> so when it go in the pan, it would just dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to do the half and half Christmases, half Italian, half traditional like ham and all the other So there side. was arguing and then periods of silence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, it's New England. There, there, there was the arguing Christmas, and, and then it. there was everybody just staring at each other going... Yeah. <laughs> no, you do that. You just say it louder so they can hear you, and the other person, the other person, pretends like they uh, they didn't hear it. <laughs> now, when when people from the northeast don't want to listen, they have a mechanism built in their brain that just makes it shut off until you're done saying the things you're saying, so they can say their next thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not everybody, but when you meet those people, you'll know who they are. <laughs> Say it's a good third of people that might be mentally ill, but the other people, it's yeah, the good people up there are really good, and you just learn to ignore the people that you need to ignore, which I guess is really a, a metaphor just for life in general. I feel like I do that most places. Um, yeah, I pretty it's much. Just, it's one of those things where it's you might need to do it a little more. People uh, are I'm a little pretty, chatty. I'm pretty a half-ass listener myself. We're, we're a chatty bunch. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes... I, think, you, I, I don't know, I think that's, that's happened not as, worth listening to, as I I've gotten older in my life. It's just like, I li- kind of half-ass listen to conversations and go, and then just pipe in and go, yeah, fuck that dude. Yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't know, I just came in late. <laughs> he came in late, just being late. He's like, you're right here, aren't you? Paying? I'm like, no. Well, like, I was up in Maine for a little while, and up there it's strange because you have like houses really spaced out out of the downtown cities oh, yeah. and then once you get even in the little towns it's like they got like six story row houses where everybody lives next to each other and you like walk down the street and they're like <laughs> hey Goomba give me a fucking pack of cigarettes and you're like I don't even know you they're like fuck you I know you <laughs> they, everybody in town already knows you because he drove in I'm the art part in town I saw this is beer what this is, is fat bottom. Oh, fat bottom. Yeah, this this spot this spot of here it is podcast is brought to you by here it is uh, fat bottom brewery. Drinking your pilsner. Yeah, they're gonna hate that beer. ad. It's a tasty beer. <laughs> if anybody from fat bottoms listening, send us money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good baseline just for our beer. Our beer. I do work for beer also. So. Yeah. <laughs> just hold the can out and be like, "Is beer That's money right. me now?" We are enjoying your, your pilsner. Thank you for, you know, making something else besides an IPA. <laughs> We're still, yeah. looking, still looking for the, for the 
record player and the, and the LPs and the speakers, and uh, we still need disco lights. And, uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a huge IPA fan. Like, yeah, I, I mean, drink some IPAs, but I've drank yeah. some that were so fucking strong. There was but some. Oh, yeah, some of them are just wow. There's one I tasted that uh, it tasted like weed and scotch tape. Yes. Like, was made into <laughs> a, a liquid. Reference. Like here, drink it's this. A good reference. No, the hops executioner. Have you ever had that one? Yeah, nine no, like percent alcohol. That might have been it. They saw it in six um, packs. I'm like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Well, this triple is like eight. Like, I think this triple's eight. Well, the alcohol volume was not the issue. It was, it was the taste that was an issue. Yeah, but um, yeah, I get a little tired of the IPAs. You know, I went through that phase, and I, I stand in like beer, like in gas stations, and I'm like, I mean, how, I was like, how, how many IPAs can one brewery make? A lot. A lot. Oh, yeah. here's your hazy one. Here's this one. Here's Don't that do. one. Like, it has lemon juice in it. Can that we one. give it a rest? Like they other styles it into their mouths and be like, hey, can we make this more bitter? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can, can we, it's like, there's other styles of beer. It's okay to make other styles. <laughs> I always, I always, I read this, uh, this gas station here, not too far from me, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I was like, you take out about four of those IPAs and put something else in. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people who are triggered by those bitter beer face commercials. Yeah. Who are like, no, no, I'll show you bitter. I want to know why no one makes mead. I mean, everybody drank mead for centuries, and like, you can't go buy mead. The only time I've ever had mead is when I made it. It was delicious, and it got you really fucked up. And yeah. it was like, why don't the hell don't they make this with stuff? Yeah, there's like two pubs in Nashville that would have, once in a while, they'd have like actual mead. I'm forgetting, I forget who made it. It, it might have been Fuller's. That made it. And it was pretty damn good. Yeah, some of it you can make quickly. We made one batch. It took seven years to ferment. Oh shit! And then when we made it and dragged like it, we were like, we like we should have been making this once a month, like yeah. for the yeah. end of time, <laughs> so that like once we get that seven years and we've got you so much, month month we don't ever run yeah. out. Yeah, I was starting to consider making. Grow. Yeah. I was starting to consider brewing up beer, and I thought to myself, I was like, you know, five ga- making five gallons of beer. Yeah, let's make some bathtub gin. Um, Fuck it. Actually, is pretty cheap because I would like bring the price down to probably like maybe fifty cents a bottle. After you know, everybody used to brew beer back in the eighteen hundreds because the and water, it's pretty sources, simple. water watched... sources were so polluted from the industry coming up the river. Oh no, yeah, stream. made beer. The that if you were a farmer, wine. like the farmer's wife was in charge of making beer, and the farmer usually made beer too, but usually drank that more than water. Yeah, I'm not saying right. they were pounds of water. Yes, water. Long, water it's yeah. actually safer for you to drink because you wouldn't yep. get sick. Yeah, though. the water will kill you. Yeah. And that's the excuse I use to this day. That's right. Yeah, that's why they call whiskey. Fucking, it was in Gaelic. Whiskey is the water of life. (laughs) (laughs) It's like don't drink the water. (laughs) And thus they are are at the point. So the distilling process. It's good for you to drink whiskey because it killed a lot of the diseases and shit. Oh yeah. You know, you're brushing your teeth with charcoal back then, and you know, it's not like I mean, there's just not. You still you still brush your teeth with charcoal. I've done it. Actually, they have the it makes a pretty fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like you get crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scare the dog. You'll go be chewed. Like, oh my god! If oh somebody, my god! Somebody the walks in, I'm like, yeah, you do look like a rabid dog, or looks <laughs> a scene out of a horror movie. <laughs> your, feet, your teeth feel squeaky clean. I'm like, mm, I feel pretty clean. Takes like 20 minutes to rinse your mouth. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> like I, well, I mean, they used to pee in buckets and combine it with something else because the ammonia in your piss Why is we what they used in to buckets? Because well, they, the, they would use the ammonia in the pistol under your clothes. Right. That goes back to the Ugh. to the, the euphemisms of 
of piss poor and not a pot to piss And at. piss is one of the primary <laughs> ingredients of gunpowder because when he's talking, like in the cities, everybody pissing buckets. Bad shit, actually. And they would go, yeah. And, collect and the piss buckets. They would go collect the piss buckets and give right. you money for the piss. And if you didn't have a pot, pot to piss in, then you were You were then, fucked. Uh, you were yeah. fucked. <laughs> you were just the guy that... That like you collect the piss, piss in buckets. You don't own those buckets. Those buckets are not. They do not have a financial return. I imagine their value holds because I mean you know you, you got to go take them flowing back. in. You need something to contain it. You got to keep the weather. You don't even own the piss bucket. You're just carrying it. Just think, as human beings, we create ammonia. Yeah, we create lots that. of viscous. It's like it's like it's like even at work. It's like at work. Here's here's a lot of different stuff. Here's a funny little story. So at work. When the ladies would clean the, the men's rooms, this is the they, they, they would use bleach. And they love bleach. So there was always like some residual bleach in the urinal. And if you went in there, like right after they got done, it got gas. And you peed, you, got gas. you could hear it like sizzling in the urinal. <laughs> yeah. That gas is pulling you're like, you know? And then you're just flushing it because, like, I don't want to die here in front, of, in front of the urinal with Getting my dick sleepy. hanging out, you know? <laughs> Lungs burning. <laughs> Gotta finish peeing. That'd be a hell of a trap. To <laughs> Just like I'm putting ammonia on the bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it makes. So you're saying janitors aren't chemists? Is what no, you're saying? No, God no, God no. I, I went, when I when I worked at the Broadmoor Hotel when I was learning to cook and. I went into the locker room you one time to be the first. And it was one like this big locker room, and I go in there because you could change, you could change the, you know, change your clothes there. So I, my right. chef uniform's in there. I'm going to throw it on. Yeah. As soon as I walk in, YMCA. and all of a sudden, like this, like I could see like this fog coming out, and this, and the this maintenance guy, this janitor, comes running out of it. And I'm like, and it hits me, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I fucking bolt out the door. He's <laughs> bolting out the door. He's fucking. <laughs> you see the maintenance guy running like, for his life. It's probably a good. And I run down to the. Run down to the to the security like area, and I'm like, ah, that fucking guy just mixed ammonia and bleach or something. There's there's fucking mustard gas in the fucking locker room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? Anybody else taste pine salt? Yeah. But yeah, he comes. I was like, that shit's strong. I'm like, no, you made mustard gas, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that again. <laughs> So learn your chemistry, folks. Yeah, learn your chemistry. Do not mix ammonia and bleach. It's bad news. Especially if you're in a sauna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to clean this. Oh, this sauna is really steamy. Let me climb in here. Yeah. Read your product labels, please. There's your PSA from Here It Is Podcast. Please Unless read you want to die your labels before mixing chemicals. It's not like a kid when you got your first chemistry set and you just mixed all the shit together and blew up your bases. <laughs> <laughs> learn about acids and bases, yeah. Yeah, you learn about acids and bases. Oh, I learned about it. One, like, you know, there's certain chemicals that have a reaction, but it's delayed. And it's like, of course, you put like one drop right. in there and you're like, oh, nothing's happening. I wonder what happened if I put like half the bottle in. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like, Guess I won't do that again. Yeah, the theory is not, I don't have time for science. I need this shit to work. <laughs> Screw science. Screw science. I, want I mean, I mean think about it like the old alchemists. They would like to eat mercury. That's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> going to save us. It's going to make me immortal. Oh, yeah, it's like the nah, bad it's making your fucking bananas. Yeah. <laughs>
That's what the old man Hatter was. He, they used <laughs> to make right. the top hats uh, so with, with mercury. mercury I'm going to yeah. take mercury and, go and I'm fucking gonna shoot absinthe with it. I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the absinthe would cut the mercury. Uh, well, that was because there was just so much fucking opium in it. Like no, poppy they, seeds ground up and shit. They didn't figure out DMT back then, so that was their way of doing it. <laughs> well, no, the drug dealers were those little guys in the horse wagons that would roll into town and be like, hey, what are, your kid's acting up too much? Do they need to like, calm you need down? some of this. Yeah, you need some of this. And you're like, you're Doctor's horse swaggles. medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Hornswoggle's patent medicine put kids down in a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, they were like, they were like, they're just brewing the stuff up in their basement. So I can just, I got, this, I got this new product called Coca-Cola. You want to farm the fields, man, this shit will be. So you're going cool. to get it done. Oh, Give it to your workers. They're going to get that shit done in a day. Seth <laughs> made a Wild West movie where he had one of those elixirs like the snake oil peddlers, yeah. like those types of people. He's ready to have like, like a cocaine and something had flannel. He's like, there's shirt in this? Yes, there's Pieces shirt. of shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Haney on Green Acres. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the pig's name? Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, I always liked Arnold. I always liked how he had to climb up the entire telephone pole to make a phone call. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. like, like that for all six seasons. Like, you can never buy a 20-foot length of wire. wire. I was like, you can, you can like, do Mr. things. Mr. Haney would bring everything except for fucking wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything but wire. <laughs> you can make the phone better, can't you? <laughs> Wouldn't he get electrocuted in a rainstorm? Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I... Green uh, Acres was, what was, was the other, what was the other one? Petticoat Junction. I yeah. didn't watch that. So whenever I go, like, uh, my dad's place is a little, yeah, a little more technology, even though he's in the middle of the woods and out of service. My mom's place, like, we watch, like, a lot of old TV stuff like that. So I watch a lot of, like, Green Acres, Andy Griffith, yeah. Petticoat Junction. You forget about all the Beverly old TV Hill, shows. Hillbillies. The Beverly Hillbillies. They were uh, fucking fantastic. And, uh, you know. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch. <laughs> Uh, what was the other one uh, with the kids, like the uh, with the butler? <laughs> uh, you know oh. what I'm talking about. I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Odd Couple, always. Oh, yeah, I was like the, the Odd Couple with Jack Tony Clubman Randall. and Tony Randall. That's he was the best Felix Hunger. Although I do like some Jack Clubman. All in the family. You couldn't get away with doing and You couldn't even, you couldn't even play the old episodes in, in prime time. Now. I was still a kid when fucking All in the Family and the Jeffersons and all that shit was at, uh, you know. All my dad used to just fucking Norman Lear. Norman Lear created all those. I still laugh when I watch, watch All in the Family. Oh my I'm god, like, it's I'm still hysterical. Like, I, like, I can't believe they're talking about this. Yeah, it's like, it's like I had my kids watched it. Like, they, when they did, like, uh, with Woody Harrelson, they did, like, the oh, like a live episode of Woody All Woody Harrelson of, was terrible. And, and my I mean, kids are watching it, and they're like, yeah, they said yeah. that? I, mean, I can't Car- believe it. Nobody they... can do Carol O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I, mean I, don't no, even, I, I, I can't even think of anybody that could actually do Carol O'Connor as well as Carol O'Connor. But even my kids were like, that's what she's like, this was terrible. The, I mean, no. he wasn't, but it just like playing well, he, was just, he was flying on wax wings and, yeah. you know, came back to bite him. No. But yeah, my kids were like, I can't believe this was on TV. <laughs> you need to start watching it. Yeah. I was like, you should watch it. It's fucking hysterical, actually. <laughs> the Jeffersons was hysterical. <laughs> oh, yeah, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Remember that when they moved in? He's like, oh, there goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> And then he said something about the Olympics being ruined by Jackie Robinson. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he was like, hey, "Olympics was great up until they, until Jackie Robinson got in there and ruined it. It's ruined it for everybody." <laughs> but the thing about him was, he was so stupid that like he would be racist, but then he would say something that just proved how stupid he was, so it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's the way you sold. Yeah, that that, that was that was the whole idea. Was all that was the whole idea? Was it was yeah, but that was the whole idea. That was the edgy writing of uh, of that day versus now. Like now, that was the way you conveyed your point. Point right and prove that like you know yeah. shit like this is find stupid. me one writer on TV that knows what a double entendre is and I'll buy you a beer. Because I don't <laughs> yeah. think that any of them now know what the fuck. Is oh going now on. no now they're all like uh, fucking travel writers or they wrote for their school paper. And they're, they're 10 years in the job, and those are still... They work for TMZ, and all of a sudden they're the anchor for CBS, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was an intern at Vox, and yeah, now I write for Saturday Night Live. It's like, oh, Jesus, all right, well. Remember right. when the guys on Saturday Night Live used to write on Saturday Night Live? That's when it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty funny. No, there was a time when it, when like it was... Like, they wrote, the they actually wrote that shit. They used to stay up all night writing it, and then, you know... That's then, how the cocaine got involved in After Belushi, yeah. I mean, it was the 80s, and, you know, and all those guys all came out of, like, National Lampoon and, and Doug Kenny. Yeah, but even as, so that was another SCTV, thing. So we watched a lot SCTV, of, like, old TV SCTV, shows, just, but then we watched, like, TV shows that are less old. Obviously had to watch Christmas Vacation on Christmas, National Lampoon. National Lampoon, Classic man. movie. Love that fucking movie. I, I saw mean, Christmas Vacation. And, I mean, I, I, I mean, to the point, so hard I thought I was going to throw up. You know, we all had to make the... <laughs> saw it in the movie. We all had to make the Randy Quaid... Reference of Shitter's Full with the Nashville Bomber. Well, it's not too soon. Nobody died, so it's not too soon. That's right. Uh, we, are, we did make that reference like three times yeah, on I the last one. I was just saying, just know that I was up there also making that reference, That's, so yeah. I am no better than you thinking. guys. That there, Clarkson RV. Yeah. Taking her out of here after she blows up. Don't get too attached <laughs> to her. I'm going to kill myself in an elaborate way. Oh, don't be mad at AT&T. Wonder if he sold it on Facebook Marketplace and got the money. He's like, oh, I'll deliver it tomorrow. Yeah. I gotta do something. Yeah, too. now everybody's scared of that fucking Winnebago now. Or what? There's not even a Winnebago. It's like a Ford well, RV. Well, let's, let's be honest. An old RV it's all, uh, randomly parked somewhere is creepy yeah. anywhere outside right. of a Walmart parking lot. But even like the, a couple of days later, they had some guy in, some guy in Lebanon sitting in like a like a box uh, truck playing downtown, thing, playing, playing the, downtown. Yeah. Uh, the loud and then he took off, and then, then the Lebanon police chased him, him down and caught yeah. him. So they and, didn't find any explosives. But it was just somebody who wanted to scare the shit out of right right But everybody was I wonder like, what his bond is. I'm sure, yeah, sure yeah. it was probably more like, why are you months? a dumbass? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of conversations like, why are you a dumbass? Yeah. You know how not funny this is, right? You're not to scare the fuck out of everybody. You just want to make everybody a little more miserable. And, uh... Oh, this is prison? Good job. Like, yeah, you're not going to jail. You're going to real jail. Like, <laughs> like even last night, you know, I watched this guy on, on on YouTube, and he likes to get all the, like, you know, goes in and has people do live feeds about, like, the, the, the riots and things like that. And apparently in Lexington, there was a suspicious RV sitting by the courthouse. Well, people are in worried Lexington, about... And, 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 right, and right of course, everybody's freaked out, you know. Everybody's freaked out, so they so Lexington shuts down like the whole downtown area last yeah. night to go and check out this fucking RV. Oh yeah, and sure enough, they find the guy who owns it. And he's like, "I just parked it." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. unfortunate time. Downtown to be is not playing out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unfortunate time to be traveling the southeast in your uh, yeah, old it, school renovated RV, RV that you just fixed up. Like we're gonna travel all the yeah. places I wanted to go. Ah, oh, fuck! I'm getting arrested. Yeah. Now you gotta hide somewhere. It's just meth. There's nothing in there. There's no bombs. It's like, it's don't go to meth. the KOA. No, there's true. a lot of them there. The only good thing about COVID right now is there's not a lot of fucking bands out on the road or they'd all be getting arrested. And they'd just be trying to, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to get their instruments in the RV and go to the next gig. Wow. It's all those goddamn copycat murders. It's the reason that all of a sudden uh, mass shootings dried up. 
Uh, yeah. It's the reason that, you know, it's like anytime you get a thing that's perpetuated in the mass media, you always hear about it until it becomes not a thing to them. They move on to the next thing and then it just kind of disappears. Uh, so, you know, yeah, that's never, never so that's why I like the coronavirus cured mass shootings. That's right. But because we have a vaccine now, uh, so we're all good. So, yeah. we're so all now we can get, get back to mass shootings. We can get back to mass okay. shootings. I was around a girl last night. So we were just in a lull. Two days right. She's yeah. 34 years old, and we were all like, you already had the vaccine. She's like, oh, my work made me get it. And I was like, so you're going to grow a third eye? And all, like, all night I was looking at her like when she was talking about this. Excuse me. Yeah. So when you turn into a zombie, it's like if you turn into a zombie, we're going to shoot you. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all there is to it. It's not an option. It's we're just shooting gonna you in happen. the head. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, hey, when are you going to get superpowers? And they're like, I just have lymphoma. And you're like, oh, well. Wow. <laughs> But apparently, uh, I guess I saw the news that Nancy Pelosi' house's house got vandalized last night. This Antifa went up there and spray painted a bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, did anyone else bunch notice? Shit, like finally, they hit the right target. Yeah, they really, right. I'm like, Thank God. Did anyone else <laughs> notice that all the graffiti was neatly on the garage door? Like they made yeah. sure there was no overspray. Spray, yeah, like they got like some guys out there with some masking tape. Like and paper. she went out there and they're like, <laughs> well, fine, just make it look like whatever. Yeah. But I don't want Put any of Put the pig's it head the right here. I don't want any of it on the brick I got, wall. I got it's the old. I got the super jar of Smucker's it's jam as from old as Costco. We'll dump it on. It looks like yeah. blood. <laughs> you saw the video of the guy taking a shit in her driveway like two yeah, months ago. Yeah, I'm sure that happens That's to her a lot. Did. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's not a good time to be Nancy Pelosi's. Well, neighbor. I mean, dogs poop <laughs> in other people's driveways. As eventually, if you're all about uh, pro- being uh, propelling the homeless and everything like that, living in the area you're living but, uh, in, people are going to take dumps in your driveway. But I guess they asked the, uh, the, the San Francisco police, thing. like, why they didn't, you know, they, like, why didn't they, you know, why weren't the patrolling at the notice? And they were like, oh, she's got Capitol Police that comes from D.C. We don't, we don't, we don't need to go up there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like, yeah. the Secret Service sit around going. Fuck this bitch. I like how... I how like, do think, hey, how hey, do, how do you think the guy here, got here, his shit in here, here, here's, here, here's a couple cans of spray paint. But fuck you, bitch. I like right? how the <laughs> district that is our nation's capital that isn't even a state can have police for a politician in the opposite end of In a completely country. different state, yeah. And that, that's yeah. the feds. It's crazy. So that way it doesn't matter how well you take care of your area. You have your own protection. That's right. You have your own things. That's right. You don't, you you don't need the local police. So no, you, you got, you're not responsible for right. the decisions that you make. That's right. You can just do whatever. Yeah. I think that's kind of an inherent issue that we've been dealing with across the board. Good to, be, to, good to be the king. I think they should have to have the same cops everybody else has. They should have to have the same health insurance everybody else has, and we can't even we can go into this for hours. Oh yeah, we could just we could talk all day about just like oh yeah, you know the people we asked to be representative of us, and they're really not representing us at all. Well, it's not, <laughs> no, they're just like it's not an easy fight to win because anyone who wants to be in a position like that, where you're in charge of that many people that doesn't understand the consequences of it, kind of has to be a narcissistic asshole, and that's usually a lot of what you get. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of assholes. Yeah, <laughs> ultimate sure power that always gets corrupts. Done. Look at Corrupt look at what assholes. happened. Like like if we can do a one for one trade, uh, uh, we can get rid of Pelosi and we'll get rid of McConnell, and then we'll we'll, we'll, just, then we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go on. Maybe so we don't have to give twenty three million dollars to Pakistan or right. fucking more. Which were just issues in Iraq or something. Yeah. I forget what it was. 
I'm just baffled by, you know, why, why are we putting so much in for foreign aid when, you know, when we should take care of ourselves first? I think most of America is, feels the same way, that there's no reason to... I mean, I read it, I'm like, why is all this fucking foreign aid in this shit? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know? I was like, I, fuck those people. It's like, I know the Smithsonian's got an electric bill to pay. It's yeah, but I don't want to give tens yeah, of millions of dollars to the fucking candy center. I don't want it to close... I just don't want. Right. I don't feel like that right. amount of money is necessary. Oh, well, that's what we talked about last week. It's like, hey guys, we got something for you to read. We're going to vote on it in five hours, and they drop off a fucking bill that's like, if you printed it out, it'd be this high off the, fu- yeah. off the damn floor. It's because like, apparently, it's okay for every politician to slip in what they their junk. But <laughs> hey, my buddy owns this company, and he wants right. me to slip this in. But you know I'm they're not going to read it. I mean, this. come on, like you probably got no, that drop in front of them. Every one of them was like, let's drink beer. It's five hundred pages, and you got four hours to read it. Five thousand pages. Five thousand pages. It's like literally like this. So you skim it. So you kind of... Where's the cliff notes? Yeah. (laughs) And the cliff notes. That's the five. And it just says sign it. Cliff notes. (laughs) Just says sign it, vote yes. But no, it's... uh, And you can't afford to give people... uh, Because even... Throughout this whole thing, uh, even if we got two grand, thirty-two hundred dollars for shutting down the entire economy wow. is not uh, is not worth it. Thank you no. so much for jerking us off. <laughs> well, as soon as Trump gets out of office, you see the Republican Party going back to being spineless. That's right. Yeah, I, I thought to, to myself, that. I was like, I was like, now I know how a hooker feels. <laughs> I was like, here's your money, beat it, bitch. Now you know why I'm a libertarian. Like, here's your six hundred bucks. Now hit the road, whore. Get rid of the establishment shit. That's what it was all about to begin with. Yeah. And we'll just continue down that road. We'll just continue. We got Joe Biden. He's Without burning unity. down businesses and fucking lighting off fireworks and cops. Well, stations. I guess the, 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 I mean, everybody's <laughs> mad. I guess, I guess they finally, some of the Democratic uh, cities are like part, starting to pipe up about, um, the oh. violence in the oh, they're getting a little like, Oh, this is like yeah. not good. You guys, you guys suck. were all fucking peace loving this shit like three months ago. Oh, yeah. But now old Wheeler is talking about, I was like, we're going to crack down on Tifa violence because the election's over and it's no longer politically convenient. Convenient for us. And George so, Soros isn't cutting look checks. Look out, guys. So go run it's like once Joe gets in there. It's just, you got to help your friends win. You know? It's like, and don't if worry. If your friends win, then they help you out. And, it's, like, it's like, don't worry, Antifa. Joe's coming in with some unity. It's on the back of a fucking Sherman tank. That's going to get you right, right in with some unity. Yeah. So if you're an Antifa, you should probably like think about like hanging up your fucking black mock. <laughs> they could have elected somebody more leftist. It was just uh, supposed to be another establishment Democrat, right? Because they could have elected all of these farther left people, but they didn't. They, didn't. they got pushed aside, just like Bernie did in the previous election. <laughs> Just like so, they don't. They want to use these people. They want to have Antifa. They want to have these right. far left aggressors. But as soon as they're not politically relevant, right. then they just get. Well, they don't need them anymore. They don't need them anymore no. because now their candidate, which was Joe Biden right. and Kamala Harris, right, and, and they and, they won the election. Right. Which are the the more moderate people? Which I guess you should see as a good, as a good thing as opposed to the far left candidates but the far but the left people who are, who are kind of in their own bubble should take a right. second and realize that their vote kind of doesn't matter and they just get used by these people time and time again yeah it's it, and it's evident you know and I, I and I said it in the beginning I'm like Antifa and BLM is just the the, the radical left's fucking thugs BLM yeah. was and the, the thugs co- the convenient thugs. wing to to be a doorway into the militant window which was yep. Antifa was the militant wing but right. the, they always use 
like the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So you would take something like you know Black Lives Matter as a statement. Yeah, yes. absolutely. We understand that you know that uh, there's definitely uh, problems. But then they, they in, in got the a hold of this movement, <laughs> yeah, and integrated in the their own I mean, little militant wing. Peacefully, not like let's go burn down. Yeah. A bunch and it's of the shit. same shit that happened at the end of the Obama era, yeah. and that how well, these people Ferguson can go in. for round yeah. two and see you know eight or nine black people that got killed by police, two of which weren't actively attacking the police or had a weapon. Yeah. And I I would challenge you to, for all but like maybe one, uh, say that those people got killed because they were black. Um, yeah. They, they, yeah. Even if they got killed well, because guess, of police I guess we're going to get into that yeah, real know? quick. I mean, I guess last night in, in Columbus, Ohio, some, some unarmed black man actually got shot in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And it's like, uh, like, yeah. Like, you know, like the chief's pissed. Yeah. Is it like, pretty like, yeah, like the guy just like was well, like, sure the, the, you can hear the lady in the background. It's like, he was coming over and dropping off Christmas money. Oh, that's fucked up. And like, yeah. why well, they got called to the area because of su- suspicious person. And I guess this guy was in the garage holding his cell phone. And like the first police officer were there like, yeah, put your hands up, put your hands up. And I guess he was getting ready. And then some guy's like, he's got a gun. And bang, he shot his ass. Damn. He probably had earbuds in. Yeah. Like, I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to be but funny then it's just, or anything. Yeah, I'm not trying to be about, like, you're a black man showing out in your garage, like, just doing some but stuff. Then, but then just goes, show up and they're yelling at you. You might not hear them. And then all of a sudden, you know, bam. You know, that's not cool. Yeah, so, but that said, uh, that would fall under, like, all the bullshit uh, type of training and the right. inability right. to get rid of police. But, then it, but then it comes back, you know, we can go back to Joe Biden. Like Joe it. Biden in the 94 crime bill and creating more police and just basically, you know, giving them inadequate training and then throwing them out on the streets and saying, yeah. okay. Here's your badge. Here's your gun. Go make justice. Yes, that happened. And then... um, And they ain't got no clue about what they're supposed to be doing. And half of them... Or how the communities are... You know, I mean... Laid out or what's what's going on and what the problems are and what, you know... Right. They have no idea. And And a lot of times, you know, you get a lot of guys who come out of the military who go into law enforcement, like, right after the military and they've seen action. And they're about half that shit fucking crazy. And when when and when the shit breaks out, their first instinct is to shoot. Because <laughs> I know it was mine when I was in the army in fucking a hostile country. It was like, oh, if we get shot at, I'm shooting back. Yeah, you know, or well, if I feel is, there's uh, a threat, there may be there may be an action that takes place. This is kind of the way I see it. So what you're what you're saying with like and when Joe Biden was here yeah. with the crime bill and everything like that, that was a that put a, a damper on things, and uh, so did um, with. Uh, uh, when Bush was trying to get more people in, like uh, when he created Homeland Security, and right? Homeland Security. Like there you go. That. There's another whole so, another organization. Yeah, this whole that... thing kind of <laughs> came to a big head, I think, when, uh, when I would talk to people because I've I've known people that were in law enforcement, and the biggest thing is that, and this happened in the military too. I think when yeah. I went in the military, because I went later than you did. When you lower the hiring standards, you allow people in. That shouldn't be in there, and even if you raise right. the standards back up, you already have these people in here, and you have right. no way to get rid of them. Right. So exactly. then, the, like the biggest consequence outside of the fact that they're shitbag people is the fact that it pushes the good people out because they don't want to get paid the same and have the same job as these people who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And there's no real way to get rid of them because then you're going to get chastised, just like. Uh, right anyone else so then it pushes the people who would actually be good fucking cops out of there and then you just got these dirtbags yeah, around running around 
So then it, it turns into like this self-perpetuating type of thing. So really that's what it should have been about, is about um, not even just raising the standards, because raising the standards doesn't fix it. Like give the police an ability to get, because they don't want to work with shitbag people any more than you, any, any of us has... wants to work with somebody who sucks at their job. So you get them, you know, give them a way to get them out of there and then just fix it and be done with it. You don't need to, you know, overly militarize shit or just get warm bodies in there. And you don't need to defund the fucking thing so that they're completely incapable in their jobs. And like, why don't you take an adult position and realize that, yes, we do need a police department. And yes, there is improvements to be made on it. And yes, we can do that without... Uh, ma making a convenient short-term statement of of uh, blowing up the system, or the other side of ignoring it completely. Like there's there's no there's no reason to do one or ten. Like no, they're just ignoring the obvious problems and not yeah. fixing what needs to be. Everybody fixed. ignores the elephant in the room. Exactly. So. And I'm not surprised that, that it's it's going to keep happening, and then people aren't going to really say anything about it, and then everybody's going to kind of go back into their own little bubbles until the next election or midterm or whatever comes up. And then it's going to start being a problem, and it's going to be a problem for that well, year. Well, some of it's been going on for decades. Like, I know I, no, had friends, yeah. I had friends of mine when I lived in New York that lived up in Harlem because we were all in the film crew, and it was, oh, you know, yeah. you'd get an apartment up there cheap, but it sure as hell wasn't safe. And, you know, oh, man, yeah. And they would tell me, and this was about 97, they'd be like, yeah, the cops won't even patrol on foot at night. And they don't Shit. even really drive through here either because That's there's so, so much crime going on that they just don't want to get involved How in How fucked up because, is that? Because what can the they The cops don't show up. Because there's too much crime. <laughs> like, yeah, well, they couldn't do anything about it. They were so no. I know. I understand so that. Like, I'm not like so saying like, that. That's I'm not supposed to be paid, a thing. You know, I'm it's just like how fucked up is here? that? I'm not going to go walk the beat <laughs> down 125th Street and get shot. And I don't blame them for it. But just yeah. like how fucked up is that? No, no. I that, agree with like... you. I agree with you. And that should have been changed 20, you know, 20 years ago, 23 years ago. Uh huh. So maybe someday people will wake up and realize that uh, I mean, most people a, don't want war in the streets by a vast majority. If you in a community where the cops won't even come out at night because they're scared of what's going on, then you oh, probably yeah. need to get control of the community somehow. You know. Well, it's like um, it's like as much as I want to get shitty cops out, if you can if you continue to defund them and you know let them get fireworks thrown in their face. Uh, right. For doing their job. For doing their job. Yeah. Maybe they're not, not going to want to do those jobs anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's not worth it because our local and state politicians aren't defending them. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's I, not even – I'm not even a, like an authoritative person. I think the, the police should have a hard limit put on what they're able to do. And I think there should be high, high standards and high qualifications. It shouldn't just be anybody right. and everybody running around out there. But that doesn't mean – get rid of a system because you don't like the current result of it right exactly right like i said uh, we know with with the with the crime bills and all that shit and just and again the patriot act and you know and just creating all this you know you know shake and bake fucking police departments pretty much yeah. <laughs> you know, pretty much and you get these shake. guys out there and, and send bake. them out there with you know here's your gun here's your badge 
again, like I said, go make some justice for us. Yeah, and then you can't get rid of it. Just like if you ruin education for a, a group, a generation of children, you can't just fix it and expect that previous generation to get better. Right. You just exactly. have to fix it and then stick with it until the shitty one that you created goes away. And nobody wants to do long-term shit. Everybody wants to do short-term shit. Right. Everybody wants to fix it now. Yeah. We're in the world of now. Or oh, just say they fix fixed it. it now and then dust their hands off like it's yeah. already done. It's done. You forget about it. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you know, I thought we would, uh, well, I thought we would talk yeah. about, you know, maybe a little year in review real quick. We're like in the last 10 minutes of this podcast. Yeah. Or we could save it for a, a supplement. But, um, yeah, it was 2020 was a crazy a year for all of us. Well, ozone from Electric Boogaloo guy. <laughs> Oh, well, fuck. I, I just fucking ugly. Well, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. Because <laughs> well, I mean, it's a hundred departure from what we were just talking about, and there's a lot more important shit that happened in 2020. But you know, I thought that might be. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was a crazy year for all of us. I'm sure some of us have, you know, had better years than most. But um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I for me, I, I tell I told people about 2020. I was like, I was like 2019. I was kind of fucked up. You know, I. Had a, really good, you know, my best friend in the world, you know, oh, yeah. you know, did himself in it, and I was fucked up from, like, April till, like, January of 2020. Yeah. It's like, and then I kind of got out of it, I'm like, man, I feel great. <laughs> Welcome feel, to it. Yeah. Like, man, that's just like, what the fuck? Welcome to all the other shit. <laughs> but I've been in, you know, people are like, oh, but your podcast, you sound yeah. angry and mad. I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, I was like, it's not, I'm not really angry or mad. I'm just kind of voicing the opinion. And I was like, and politics amuses me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's always been an interest there. And, uh, and just with politics in general, then a little bit of like campaigning and stuff. And I'm always like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I grew up like mostly towards the left and then things kind of changed. And I don't really feel like I changed that much and things kind of were changing around me. Even though like with that, I did change, you know, a little bit I, of that I as did well. change, you know. But yeah, regardless of that fact, it, it it shifted to a point that was not that was not continuous. That was not something that was actually progressive. Right. Um, so that's when I kind of stood where I was staying and said, "Hey, uh, no, this isn't right." And here yeah. we are. And, I, and I've said it too. I was like, I'm probably more conservative than I've ever been in my life right now. I've always it's been always pretty open. Guns. Still and, am. <laughs> but I'm still very much, I mean, as conservative as most people may think I am, I'm still pretty middle of the road. And, you know, I really, I don't, I, I, I know what, if there's one thing that like, I was like, this was my, like, my last ditch effort with, you know, American politics and government was like, okay, here we go. And then we got screwed. And, well, and I, I thought to myself, well, okay, yeah. I, I just back to being mad at the fucking government and hating it. No, I know general. I was, uh, <laughs> you know, and I praying went, for the best <laughs> every day. From, uh, <laughs> From left-leaning libertarian to right-leaning libertarian, so that's yeah. and I don't really think any of my major stances have changed because they're they're something that I've determined outside of the political spectrum. Right. Some things that I've determined right. about myself and the way I grew up and stuff around me that you know that I have made. So, but I I have made that shift apparently because right. uh, the best I can do with somebody in conversation is being like, well. I can listen to you. Yeah, but. I keep telling it, and it's still to this day. I still. But yeah, but you listen to you are, watch headlines of news, and that's like you well, determine well, this, the whole. You got to write the rest of the script out in your head. You can't just right. let it play out in right. a conversation. Don't. You have to have it already written out in your head, and then twist reality 
uh, on top of that to get well, the result you want. Well, the best thing to do is not to believe the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah, because they're only looking for crisis. Problem, they're, yeah. they're they're only looking for crisis and fucking. Yeah, know, they don't. They forget about this dying industry. Yeah. that's vying for attention. Uh, I mean, we can talk about you know there was you know back in the day, Don Henley released a great song called "Dirty Laundry." Yeah, and that is yeah. very still very true today. It's like you know one of the lines I always remember says the bubble headed bleach blonde comes on at five. And she can tell you about the plane crash with a gleam in her eye. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. But that was the whole, wasn't that the whole punk movement is that everybody was sick of the establishment bullshit? Right. Like, uh, you know. Like spreading the disease by Queen's like pretty relevant right now. <laughs> that song, the lyrics of that oh, song, gosh. very relevant. Me, me and Dave had a pretty intense conversation about Queen's right the, after the podcast last no, week. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not if you ever get a chance to listen to Queensryche, you should. It's great. They're a great band. Rage for order, mind crimes, and then later on with the new guy because Jeff Tate went nuts. He married a stripper. That's what happens. He married a stripper. Yeah, no, and then, no Larry strippers. And then you want the stripper manage your band. I mean, to, like, like, to, that to, to all the young men out there military. who think strippers are great, no, they're they're just for In fun. The sack. They're not, there for fun only. They don't marry them. <laughs> <laughs> they have problems. <laughs> they will clean out your bank account. <laughs> and then leave. And then leave. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's there's a little. Little tip, little pro tip from the old guys here in the world: don't date yeah. strippers. I'm gonna agree with that. I feel the need to be a contrarian. I'll say there's probably a good 15 percent of them that would make legitimate relationships. Like, do you really want to bank 15 percent? Yeah, on, uh, like 18 cost, years of paying out, cost your whole paycheck. You're taking a big risk there, buddy. It's like remember, they work for dollars. Yeah, <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I thought no, I acknowledge. One of my friends' moms got arrested in New Orleans for inciting a stripper riot. Oh, inciting a That's, stripper riot. I want to put that on letterhead and I want to mount that on like, the she wall. Was, she, had, she had my friend when she was young and like she got divorced and she's been watching MTV Cribs and she went down As to you do. New Orleans yep. and she's still a pretty hot number and was hanging out with a bunch of high rollers and she was like, <laughs> make it rain. So they made it rain and then all the strippers came out on the stage and started fighting for the money. <laughs> and, it all went to hell. and she got arrested for inciting a stripper wall to, or riot and she has, she has the ticket framed on her wall. Oh man, that would too. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know if that was a thing, like stripper riots. Your Honor, this was not just a riot. Go on. This was a stripper riot. This <laughs> is not any go order. on. There was there was you, naked you, boobs everywhere. You have to consider that we sold new, tickets. This is New Orleans. I mean, like that's, I a, that's a normal day. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on over at O'Malley's stripper riot? Shit. <laughs> that seems like some shit out of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And that's when she incited, Your Honor, a stripper riot. And that's when the music comes on, Patty's incites a stripper riot. <laughs> no, if I knew any of the guys that were writers on that, I would suggest that idea to them. But they'd have to, I mean, it's, yeah, give it time. That would, that would actually fall, They've been that a would, lot of places. That would give actually it time. fall right into their, right into their whole <laughs> repertoire. Uh, I watched a lot of that uh, show, too. Because yeah. uh, I was, you know, no service in that area. So I was like, but I can get Hulu. Like, what's the one Hulu. show I want to watch? I'm like, there you go. <laughs> My dad had never really seen it. He watched, like, the first two seasons. I was like, oh, you're in for some shit. The show is fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, I guess we're getting down to the last two minutes of this podcast. Welcome back, Jason. Dave, thanks for joining us Thank again. You, yeah. Thank you, guys. It's always fun. We may go and do maybe a, a segment after this. Yeah, we didn't do an actual year in review. It was well, mostly actually, just actually, like a weekend review because yeah. I was fucking gone. And yeah, then, we're like, kind of cleaning it up. Here. We were, spo- were supposed to be here. And he yeah, that's right. We were supposed to be at the Irish Bunker. We can invade yeah, the Irish Bunker today. But the Irish Bunker got COVID, I guess. <laughs> it was something. He boarded it up this weekend. He boarded he it up and said, yeah. and, and, and put out, you know, Claymore's. Spilled bacon grease all over his apartment. Spilled spill bacon grease or did something. So I bet that's right. We're going to bust you out a little bit there, uh, Patrick. So we're going to force you to do this, and you're going to do it. That's all right. Live. That's our signal right there. We'll get in the bunker. We'll have a good time. Everybody It'll be a have fun a, one. Yeah, everybody I have promise. a great rest of the week. Peace. <laughs>